0: Hey, 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 World Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a publishing consultant and the host of Blah Diaries, Broke, Lonely, Angry, and Horny, Turning Your Mess into a Beautiful Masterpiece. So good morning, good morning, everyone. I kind of want to talk about something that um I was trying to do yesterday, but uh, for some reason I, I made a mistake. And so I wanted to talk about the lessons that I've learned um, about forgiveness, about being a girl who sometimes have bad days, and then you have to forgive yourself for having a pity party. So yesterday was not an easy day for me. It, It was difficult because I had to deal with certain situations. And then I realized that I was being really hard on myself, and that and that's not easy to, to to do. To say, you know, I'm being hard on myself today because I feel like this is this should be in a certain place. My life should be in a certain place, and as as a woman, as a mom, and and all the things that I do throughout the day, your expectations become higher. Uh, what you want for your life is a lot different than what you think it should be. And so I had to be, I had to apologize to myself. And I know people are like, what? I had to apologize to me because you can only give so much of yourself. You can only give so much of your time and your energy before you burn out. So as women, we put a nest on our chest, we put on our superwoman cape, and we go and we try to run the world. And women can run the world. Let's not take that away. But what expense? At what expense? And how much does it cost you? Sometimes we're doing we're running the world and we're in disruption we're running we're running the world but we are in dysfunction and we are neglecting our personal needs and i'm not talking about and i'm not talking about like you know how you look how you dress i'm talking about personal needs the needs to say i got to breathe i need to sleep and i'm speaking from experience of wanting to be a successful woman, my level of success. And so when I was coming down hard on myself and doing these checklists of things, oh, I should have accomplished this and I should have did this this week. And if I didn't miss this step, you overwhelm yourself. You put yourself in a position where you feel like, I gotta fix this. Good goodness, good gracious, good goodness, I gotta fix this. When you should be unapologetically okay with, I missed a step, and I'm gonna tell you why I say that. Because sometimes we don't ask for help. We don't ask. Like a lot of friends said, well, when you're upset about something, you divert yourself. Because I feel like people, I'm not gonna put. You're happy. You're in a good mood. You ever have that friend? You she you you ask her how she doing? She like she yes. Yeah. You're like, what? (laughs) And you're in a good mood. So there are some people who will crush your world with their negative energy. And so if I'm having a bad day, I I will divert and say, you know, well, I'm a little pissed off, right? I'm a little mad, I'm a little upset, but I'm not gonna mess up your day with my problems. I'm not going to allow you, I'm not gonna allow myself to lean on you when I know that you have other stuff going on, that's just me being courteous. At least I think. Um, a lot of times, our courteous and our heartbreaks is that we don't forgive ourselves for not being perfect. We don't forgive ourselves for not being um, being like everybody else. Um, and all we can do is set the tone for ourselves, set the tone for our lives, and move forward. So I encourage you today, guys, to literally set the tone for who you are. You, not me, not nobody else. And forgive yourself because you didn't, you couldn't go to 16 events in one week because you were tired. Forgive yourself if you took a nap at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. You've been running a business for 12 months straight and you have not slept. And so you laid down and decided to take a nap. Guilty about it. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself if you you said no to someone that you truly love. And you said no because you just really are, you are tired of saying yes. Forgive yourself. Because sometimes you have to say no. Right? You got to say, no, I can't be there right now. I just... It's not in my schedule. It's not in my time. I've been running since 5 o'clock this morning. I I got up. I I, I made sure breakfast was done and the curb coffee was percolating and I was doing all the things that I was supposed to do. No, I cannot come to your rescue today. Sorry. And forgive yourself. Stop making yourself feel like you are the worst person in the world. And I speak not only to anybody listening today but to myself that it's okay to say no it's okay to claim your peace your time and your energy and say i just i need to rest the end of the year is the hardest part for me because i am running on fumes right for me at the end of the year i've I've ripped and run all throughout the year from doctor's appointment to Schools and 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 whatever it is that people need me to do, but by the time November or December hit, I am I am depleted, and I'm ready to reboot and regroup. And normally, you can't because life is not on that schedule. And I was so um, first of all, tomorrow is National Day of Mourning, um, and I thought, you know, wow, for a pres- for our forty pre- first president. George Bush who passed away and I thought sometimes we don't even realize it, but if that we need to pause to mourn to mourn. We need to pause to forgive ourselves. We need to pause to regroup. You know, in a day so much can happen to us and we just don't pause. We just keep going and going and going like the energizer bunny and even their battery, his batteries die. Your batteries will die. You will burn out to a place where you can't take it no more. You, you're going to. So regroup. Regroup, forgive yourself, and push forward. So um, I've been doing this thing called Dear Beautiful Soul. And I, I thought about how often we don't write letters to ourselves. We stop writing letters, right? I am a letter writer to the heart, so I'm going to read the letter that I wrote. Dear beautiful soul, I know that as of today, you're a little fed up, you're a little burned out, and a little pissed off. Well, guess what? I get it. I got it. I understand. I understand that When you got up this morning, you did not feel like walking out your door, going to your 9 to 5, or running a business, or being superwoman. All you simply was yourself. Beautiful soul, I got it, I understand, and I feel you on that. I wanted peace today. I wanted not to answer the phone. I didn't want to look out my window. All I wanted to do was be free and lay in bed and turn on my favorite tv show which i dv six months ago six months ago and watch a little tube i wanted to just drink my tea mellow out and not answer to anyone but myself but then i would have felt a little guilty Then I want to challenge myself and say, why are you doing this and hurting the people that you love by not running that business, by not writing that book, by not being mommy and just tuning out? That's not fair to them. Well, let me tell you, beautiful soul, it is not fair to you to try to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders. It is not fair to you to forget that your needs are need to be met beautiful soul I'm saying to you take care of yourself today love yourself today and forgive yourself it's okay to take a time out it's okay to take a time to renew your heart mind body and soul with love Tamara so guys have a wonderful day um, you can find me on Instagram at Tam thirty nine. You can find me on Twitter Tam loves uh, to write thirty Tam loves to write as well as on um, my blog, which is www.tamlovestowrite.com. And you can find my blog on Medium. So, guys, follow me, follow me, follow me, and I'll follow you back. I'll support you today. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. Uplift someone today. Give someone a hug today. hug yourself today. Thank you for listening to blah Diaries Broke lonely angry, and horny thank you anchor f m for giving me the opportunity to be on your on your platform and distributing my my podcast to over eleven places. It is an honor. Guys, by the way, listen to Skim from the Couch, a wonderful, wonderful podcast. So, guys, check them out. Um, Support, support, support someone today. Support your local author. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Hey, 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 world. It's me, Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a publishing consultant and the host of Law Diaries, Broke, Lonely, Angry, and Horny turning my message to a beautiful masterpiece. So this week is all about forgiveness. Sunday I talked about love. And um, with love, there has to be a period of time that you learn to forgive that person for not being what you want them to be. So in the first part of it, I talked about forgiving um, yourself, right? But sometimes we have to forgive that person because they didn't act accordingly, to what your standards were. Um, I was looking at Red Table Talk and I thought, you know, Jada Pickett Smith and is so insightful and wise and her family brings this, this openness to us where we feared it at once. Now we're not afraid to be transparent about what we want and what we desire, but understanding our mistakes. And so when I started Blog Diaries, You know, it was about understanding your mistakes so that it could be a message. And so one of the things is, is that I kept a lot. I keep a lot of stuff inside more than people know. I could be pissed at you and you'll never know it. Right. You kind of see it when it has piled up. So you feel like you big, big mad at me for something petty. No, what usually happens is, is that I haven't forgiven you for the first round of shit you did. Right, usually you have people have several rounds with me, and I'll be like, "You know they, I think they did something, and I'll know they did something wrong to me, and i'll I'll eat it, and then I'll eat it, and then I'll eat it until I'm full, and so when you do something small, it winds up turning into a big explosion. It's because I didn't forgive you the very first time, and sometimes we act as if we forgive people, we pretend, um well, I forgive them, but when you look at them, you're like, mm, I'll call you right right, right back. I ain't never calling you back because I really don't like you like that right now. I have not forgiven you for the hurt that you have caused. I am not forgiving you because the way you treated me and I had your back and you was way, way back. It was way, way back. And so I am learning how to forgive openly and to confront the problem right then and there. And, And that's the act of forgiveness. Because you can't act on forgiveness when you avoid it. When you're mad at someone and, and you like, you know, I'm mad at you, but I'm gonna just, I'm gonna let that slide. See, I think that in forgiveness, you can't let stuff, because people think forgiveness is letting shit slide. It's like, let it slide to the left, slide to the right, hop one, two time, hop, hop. <laughs> you know, it's like the, it's like the, you know, the electric slide or, or the cha-cha. It's not that. What it is, you cannot cha-cha or electric slide past the issue at hand. Because if you cha-cha and electrocide past the situation at hand, you two are never going to you're gonna bump heads. And the friendship or the relationship or the parentship is going to burn. Because when stuff starts to pile up and you're just like, girl, I'm going to pretend, yep, I'm not mad at you no more. And then you allow them to repeat the bad behavior. It's going to push you back. I said in a poem and I said into a letter that I write uh, to myself and to others every day that sometimes you're going to, you, you are long gone from somebody mentally before you actually do it physically. Before you walk away from that person, mentally you have disconnected yourself, mentally you have not forgiven that person. So. When, you, when it's time to physically forgive, you, it, it, it's a challenge because, um, or t- to connect with that person again, it's a challenge. Women fire men way before they say, I'm leaving you. Before the words, I, and I, I will let me speak for me. Before I say, I'm leaving you, I have left you months ago. It was a song that Faith Evans did, and it's called Gone Already. I don't know if anybody's ever heard that song, but that song was me. I was already gone. I was gone six months ago. I was gone a year ago because little things that you have done have now become habits that I allowed you to repeat. So now I need to forgive not only you, but now I got to forgive myself because I was pissed at you six months ago, but I let it slide. And in the process of forgiveness and not letting it slide, you got to be real with yourself, mama you got to be real with yourself and you got to say to yourself, you know what? Right then and there, let's deal with this situation so it don't become a big situation um, right now. Right now. I need to forgive you right now and I need to forgive myself for being a jackass for allowing you to do that. So let me forgive us. Let's put some work in this forgiveness thing. People also think that forgiveness is natural because it's God's order. If everything that God ordered, and I, I, I'm not biblical and I'm not a Christian. I'm I'm just telling y'all straight off the bat. That ain't nowhere in my, in my that ain't nowhere in Tamara's day. But what I do believe is that just because it's so ordered doesn't mean that it's so practiced. It could be ordered, but it doesn't mean that you're practicing. <laughs> a lot of people are Christians, but they still at the club. Drinking and having sex, Ford and catering. Mm-hmm big time. A lot of people are Christians and go home and curse. A lot of people are Christians and are mean as hell. It doesn't matter what your religion or race is. It just matters that what happens is is that just because it's so ordered doesn't mean that it's so practiced. A lot of us are not forgiving people because it's layers layers and layers and layers and layers and layers of pain. That's why a lot of us can't forgive ourselves because the layers are stacked high. I mean, you are dealing with you if you're 44, or 35, or 32, or 23. That's 23. That's years of pain. There's there's a situation where you know I'm trying to practice forgiving um, a family member, and in forgiving that family member. It's going to take a lot of work because there's been a lot of unforgiveness that has where, so let me, how can I put this? I've forgiven them and then they did more stuff to add on and made me say, why do I keep forgiving this person? And I get it, forgiveness is not for them, it's for you. But there's a two-way street with with the guilt. The guilt is I keep letting you do it and then the guilt is is I keep letting you in and you you keep hurting me. So, in forgiveness, let me clarify, it does not mean to allow the person to come back in and hurt your feelings again. It means to love unconditionally with your ass way over there. Way, way over there. Some of us can love people and stay the hell away from them. Like, I know stay away. Somebody fired me from their life. I'm so cool with it. Because... If I'm hurting you, then I don't deserve you, and I can love you from a distance and respect you from a distance because I've hurt you. So why can't it be the same way that I can love? Be so. There's times where I have loved somebody so much and just said, "No, mm, not today, not today, and not next day," because we're not gonna keep hurting each other. A lot of times we forgive people. And then give them permission to hurt us again. Forgiveness does not mean ignorance. Forgiveness does not mean ignorance. It does not mean for you to be booboo to fool. It does not mean to tolerate stupid stuff that people do. It just means that I have released the anger from me And I released me being angry at you for what you've done because I can't fix you right now. And lastly, we can't fix people. We know that already, right? A lot of us who are listening to this know that we can't fix somebody if they don't allow us to fix us. They don't allow us to fix us. They don't allow us to repair them. People don't give you permission to fix them. You know how many mothers have tried and, and almost lost their lives Trying to fix their children so they won't go to jail, do drugs, make millions of babies without having no monies. Do you know how many mothers have ran themselves ragged to save a soul? To save, How many women have ran to save their mama, their papa, and, and, and the baby daddy and boyfriends and husbands, and they've got nothing in return? And then be pissed off at everybody else and themselves? Millions of us. Millions, so you can't do that, right? You can't do that. Deal with. I think the forgiveness is confronting it right then and there. So I, it's it's confrontation, because you're going to have to have the confrontation, to release. The anger, and then you can move on to 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 forgiveness. That's just my thinking. Like you're going to have to have the confrontation. You're going to have to say some stuff that's gonna hit the soul, and then you release. Because it's, it's, it's a process. I, I just believe that. It's a process of forgiveness. It's not about holding on. It's not about saying, well, I'm going to just hold on to this. And and I'm going to just let it go and give it to God. And I think, yes, you should let go and give it to God after you have confronted the situation. After you confront the situation, after you handle your business with that situation, then you can move forward. But I'm promising you that a lot of people ain't confronting the situation Fully head on. They're dibbling and dabbling. Because I've done it. I'm good at it. I can dibble and dabble. Well, I could be pissed off. And I just said it. I can be pissed off at you. Big time. And love you still. And do things for you. And help you out. And encourage you. And empower you. But that does not mean that I'm not mad. It does not mean that I don't like what you're doing. And my behavior will show it. Because like I said, you mentally disconnect yourself from people way before you do physically so guys i want you to forgive today and i want you to honestly and openly and authentically not only forgive them but forgive yourself stop disconnecting yourself because of others because of other bad behavior so let me say that again stop disconnecting yourself from yourself because of other people's bad behavior they have the bad behavior I used to, when I was younger, uh, I used to be so mad at my Aunt Cookie. I can admit that now. And she's the love of my life. The love of my life. The love of my life. God rest her soul. She took us in. She allowed us. But I would get mad at her for not taking care of herself. I would get mad at her for putting up barriers around herself. And, and drinking and 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 doing the things that she did and smoking while on oxygen, I lived seriously in a time bomb because I knew that once she would smoke, and and we be like, Lord, we go we go die. She turned it off, but the machine was still there. The oxygen tank was still there, and I thought every day she put us at risk, and I was so angry at her for that. And every day she put us at risk of losing her, which we did. And I was angry at her for that, angry the day that she passed away. I was so mad at her that I couldn't even cry. And then one day I just, um, I kid you not, I was sitting in a room and R. Kelly's song, and it's ironic now, but R. Kelly, not I believe, um, Turn Back the Hands of Time came on and flooded my face of tears. Because I was saying to myself, if I could turn back the hands of time, I would have told her from the get-go that I need you to save you so I can have you. I need you to save you because I need your wi- I need your wisdom. And I need your strength. And I need you to be here for me for the long haul. I need to go to 561 Gates Avenue. And I needed to reserve, preserve my history because a cookie was history. Her story saved so many of me, so many times that I didn't want to do things. She could baby go on and do that. You could do that. You can do it. I needed her encouragement. And so I was so angry at her for leaving. She just like, it was like she fired herself from our lives. And I can remember three or four weeks prior to that, she kept saying, I'm so depressed. And I didn't even know what depression was. But I think that the moment I forgave her was I realized that she was dealing with depression. That she hated the apartment. That she had left her history. And that she had lost so many friends. That she lost her mother and her brother. And she was tired of being... She didn't know if she was going to lose us. Because she was just not happy. She was not at a peace. She was not at peace. And so... A lot of us murder our souls when we're not at peace. We want people to give us peace. We want people to give us love. We want people to give us joy. And the truth of the matter is they do not have permission or the power to give us that. They have the power to love us. They have the power to love us, but they're not our joy. They're not the center of our peace. People are not the center of our peace. God is because... If you Whether you believe in God, you believe in Buddha, you believe in Allah, whomever your higher power, the laws of attraction, whatever it is that you believe, that is your centerpiece. But people cannot be at, give you peace because sometimes people who aren't unrested in their spirit, minds, and souls can help you. And I believe that wholeheartedly. They can't help you because we're all dealing with our devils. We're all dealing with our devils. And they come in so many different levels. They come in so many different challenges and faces and colors that you can't expect them to give you peace. Because you bought them something or you, you've been their support system. They don't give you peace. They don't give you joy. You give you joy. So you got to find it within yourself. So, guys, I encourage you today to find your peace, to find your joy. But most of all, forgive people from the get-go. Have the confrontation. I'm not saying to fight, right? I'm not saying to get arrested. I'm not saying to go to jail. But I'm saying talk it out. Confront and then you can forgive. The process, I believe, is that confrontation after confrontation, you can forgive because everybody's gotten the opportunity to say what they feel. Everybody has gotten the opportunity to say, you hurt me. And I can say, why you hurt me or why you did this to me. And then we can move forward. Or maybe there is a move forward is... We just don't be around each other because it hurts too much. So, guys, as I close this out, I love using Dear Beautiful Soul, which is a letter I wrote to myself, again, about forgiveness, but this is the second part. Dear Beautiful Soul, I get it. I got it. I understand. Here I was loving you more than I ever, ever loved myself. I was pissed at you for not being at your best. And I was pissed at you for being at your worst. And when you were at your best and because you didn't give me your best, I truly, truly was pissed off. So now I'm really not forgiving you. Didn't I deserve you? Didn't I deserve the very best of you? Come on, dude. Come on, mama. Come on, family. You went and left me. You died on me without permission. You didn't ask my permission. To have a heart attack. You didn't ask my permission to die on me. I needed you today. And I couldn't forgive you at your funeral. I couldn't say to you how pissed off I was because that would be inappropriate. But now I'm telling you that I was angry at you for leaving me. I was angry at you for not being your best. I was angry at loving you. And you didn't know how to love yourself. But today, I forgive you. I forgive you because I've fallen into the same trap. Not forgiving myself, not loving myself enough, and giving up onto people the way you gave onto us. See, now I understand that in your loving us, you wanted nothing, you poured into us more than you ever poured into yourself. And I apologize for that. That was my fault for not speaking up for you the way you spoke up for me. That was my fault for not telling you, let's have the confrontation. Let's have the argument because, baby, I want you to live. And you're not quitting on yourself today. How are we going to fight this out? You're going to be mad at me. I'm going to be mad at you. But, baby, I'm going to have you around. I was mad at you when you went away. To jail and to this very day I'm still pissed at you I can leave you easily because I'm mad at you I haven't forgiven you yet I'm trying to But there's some resentment Inside of me every time I'm laying in my bed alone Every time I gotta just hear your voice On the phone I'm pretty pissed at you Yeah I'm saying it I'm pissed at you But I forgive you today I forgive you for me I forgive you for you. Let's have the confrontation. I need you to hear me out because I mentally am leaving you without physically walking away. And the only way to save us, the only way to save me is to say goodbye to my pain, my hurt and my anger. So, guys, I want to thank you so much for listening to Ba Diaries, Broke, Lonely, Angry, and horny, turning your mess into a beautiful masterpiece. I pray and hope that we can stay connected. Follow me on Instagram at TamLovesToWrite39. Follow me on Twitter at TamLovesToWrite, as well as Facebook, TamLovesToWrite. Guys, I want you to have a wonderful rest of your day. Release your anger. Be kind to one another. Support a local author. Support me. Bye-bye. Hey, 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 world. It's me, Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a publishing consultant and the host of Blah Diaries, Broke, Lonely, Angry, and Horny, Turning Your Mess into a Beautiful masterpiece. So, guys, I wanted to talk a little bit about rerouting. So I'm going to share what happened to me this morning. I had a plan. And my plan was to take my son to his appointment and to go and have another appointment and then to come back home and work on some projects. And then it hit me. It hit me. Life happens, right? And you will be rerouted. So it's snowing here in Buffalo. And then I get on the road. I get my son in the cab. um, And we come to a long line of cars backed up from Main Street. I mean, really, really backed up. And so the guy, the driver was initially so frustrated. Uh, He started cursing. He was so pissed off. And I was like, gentlemen, I think maybe if you go and turn around that you can go down another, go down Fillmore a couple of blocks and then cut through as if you're going to Sister's Hospital and you'll be able to get in. You can get on the expressway. He was like, nah, F that. I'm not getting on the motherfucking F. That's what he said, y'all. I'm just telling you what he said expressway so he was frustrated because so then he went around and he went the long way so he cut down the street where he found a way through and he got to Parkside Avenue and Parkside Avenue was even more congested and backed up so then he went around again and he cut through a side street and then we saw an accident and the accident was two cars that had collided into each other front bender all messed up he cuts down another street And he goes into hurdle what do we go into another accident we watch an accident happen and in the meantime my son was not feeling well this morning um he kept just you know he was like i don't feel good Uh, he said maybe i'm car sick but i knew something was wrong because he was just like moaning and groaning and long story short In the reroute, I had said to him, well, maybe if you go this way, He was not, fuck that, I'm the driver. I know where the fuck I'm going. That's what he said, y'all. I'm telling you what he said. So I said, in the reroute, he had took me an hour away. I had missed um, a half an hour of my appointment with my son's counselor. So we only had a half an hour of time. And then in the reroute, Ruben was not feeling well. So the hospital was across the street. We went across the street and we went into, I called the nurse and said, you know, Reuben's not looking well, felt a little warm. He had a low gray fever. And they said to me, he's got to be, you know, we need to see him in emergency because if he has a fever, Reuben has to go. He cannot have a fever. So we go into the emergency room. And so I'm telling you this story long-winded for a reason. Life is about reroutes. And sometimes our reroutes are because we don't listen to who we think might have knowledge, who we think may help us. Uh, sometimes we'll go to other people and say, well, because she has a degree or because she has this or because she has the knowledge that she's going to get me where I need to be. But that person that's at the low bottom or the totem pole may really know the answer. Some people will not be ready for that. But sometimes the person that's at the low bottom of the totem pole may know the answer. So many times people take the long way and cut through all of these curves and go the long way and go through this person and this channel and that channel. When the answer is sometimes as simple as asking the person that's at the low bottom totem at the bottom of the totem pole, you know why? Because they don't they they have they have a lot of knowledge. I never forget the story that my mother told me about the guy, Paul Mitchell my mother said that in the 70s he would be in the park he was homeless but he was making shampoos out of his little show he was staying at a shelter men's shelter but he was making shampoos And my mother said every day he would give shampoo he was like your hair Sandra is so long and my mother was in the streets, and he was like Sandra your hair is so beautiful and so lustrous um this is what you need to use for your hair my mother said she knew that he was going to be famous and people would kind of brush him off and laugh at him and say this dude what he selling he trying to kill us whatever the case may be you never know where somebody's going to be and so i had to learn how to be patient in this reroute i wasn't happy about it um but had the gentleman listened to me, we would have gotten to our destination quicker. And so let me tell you the lesson that I learned in this reroute. I learned this valuable lesson today is that when you're being rerouted and you are telling someone the right direction to go and they don't take your advice, that's okay because they've made a conscious decision not to take your advice. They made a conscious decision to say, I'm going to do what I want to do regardless. And so that used to be a problem for me. I used to say to so many people, people do not listen to me. And somebody says, stop offering advice that they really don't want. And so how many times have we said, you know, I'm going to help you out, girl. I want to just tell you this advice. If you go over here, they're going to hook you up. They're going to give you that hair deal. But they was like, no, I'm going to go over here because that's my premier place. But like if you go over here, you're going to get them bundles. Talk about hair, y'all. y'all. You're going to get them bundles for $100 cheaper and it's going to be of good quality. Girl, I like over here. And then that place double, triple charges them. And then they said, girl, I should have listened to you. <sighs> I've learned to let, pe- let life be a teacher. Because even I have not listen to everything that everybody has told me that every advice that is given I have rerouted and went the way I chose to go I chose to go this way I chose to go in the back roads versus going the main road right because I thought I knew the answers whether it's in life whether it's in love and whether it's in success or my career I made some choices You can't fix everybody and you can't give everybody directions on what to do. What you can do is direct your life and yourself and love people from a distance because and not hate on them because they've they've taken a choice. They've made a choice. I used to get mad. I'd be like, well, I just told you that. And somebody would go and tell you. And then I had a friend say, well, Tamara, you do that, too. See, we, we think that we're different, but we're not. We just operate differently. Remember I said the same cover, different stories? Yeah it's the same way and so this gentleman who rerouted he wound up getting in trouble with the company because the company wound up calling me saying how long did it take you and I was like "It took." I had to be honest it took me an hour to get to my appointment I said yes there was backed up traffic which I I verified but he took a lot of he took he took us all the way to the west side which at one point made me a little scared but Tamara always carries something to protect herself okay all right honey I I protects me Okay, I knows how to protect me. I know how to. I had self defense one on one, okay. In Brooklynomics, where they teach you how to protect yourself, so I was prepared. Please believe me. <laughs> but he had took us all the way to the west side of Buffalo, which petrified me for a minute. But I was like, you know what? I'm gonna have faith. I go say. But when the company called, they said because he had did that with three other rides, people were telling him ways to go where he would miss the he would not hit that heavy traffic and traffic was bad because the weather is bad out here but sometimes we've all done that we think we have the answer we think we know the way and reality is we don't know the way i have learned in my life to listen to somebody no matter if they are high on the mountain or low in the river learn to listen to them because this as well as the people that are high in the high on the mountains, the people low on the river can tell you some things to save your life. And I'm going to share how, right? So, when I was a little girl, there was, a, there was a, a lady who would say to me, who had long, long nails. And she would say to me, she would say to me, never ever sleep with another woman's man. Her nails were long and her hands were, were locked. I was on green. Very good. I'm on a live. You know. Um, she would say, never ever sleep with a, a woman. Nana? Man, because you'll be cursed for the rest of your life. This woman was Haitian. She was messing around with this Haitian woman. Nana, you bought some chips for me? Nope. Go on and sit down. I'm on, a, I'm on a live. I just said that to you. And you closed my door. Um, And so sorry, guys. I still got to be Nana? Right. So with those long nails and her hands curled under, I knew that she said, if you ever see a woman's hands, it tells a lot of stories, tells how she worked, how she used her hands. But she said, if you sleep with another woman's man, know that you will be forever husband. You will forever be cursed. I took that to heart because that story, I saw it and I saw it and I saw her hands and I saw how she couldn't use her hands, even though her nails was like super long. I knew that there has been a story behind that see everybody is a teacher in our life no matter who you come across everybody that whether they are on public assistance or they are multi-millionaires each person has a way to teach you how to live how to survive and sometimes folks ain't gonna listen to the person on public assistance because they think well (laughs) look at where you at but maybe she could teach you how to, how to survive in them streets, right? When you're in the hood and you, you didn't lost all your money. And now you got you to gotta, you gotta live with the common folk, right? The millionaire has to live with the common folk because she no longer has her millions. Now she at the bottom. So now you have to learn how to survive by somebody else teaching you the ropes of the streets. Everybody's a teacher. Everybody. You don't need a degree to be a teacher of life. I have um, I have a great friend who has become a really great friend, um, and he is the teacher of life. Sometimes I feel baffled, and I found myself just kind of venting, and I found that he's like rough, right? And he, he he's the teacher of life. Sometimes what I don't see, he sees in a different way and said, Tamara, look at it this way. Guys, life is not fair. I said this morning in a in a post that I put on Twitter and Facebook that you sometimes you don't have a choice of the journey that you choose. You don't have a choice. I can't choose the roads to the journey of where I want to be. When my son got sick this morning, I did not have a choice. Right? I did, I couldn't choose. The road that he was going to take what i could do was understand how to travel that world you could be rerouted at any given moment your life can change at any minute that's why i don't that's why i don't knock people who fall because i don't know the road that they did not have a choice to choose certain people who are bitter or angry about certain things as a child growing up you know, <clears throat> I saw a lot of things, seen a lot of, of, of bad things happen. I've seen people overdose. I've watched somebody die right in front of me. You don't know that person's journey. You don't know that person's story. You don't know what they've held in and they ain't told you yet. So um, that's why I don't, I don't knock humble beginnings because you don't know what that person comes from, right? And if they've been dealing with opposition and obstacles all their lives so their life has constantly been rerouted right they're without a gps system with the gps system they've been rerouted over and over and over and over and over again and so now they're picking up the pieces in between those reroutes right and you got to get that together for you for you so what i what i what i encourage everyone today is that sometimes listen to somebody at the bottom of the at the the bottom of the curve because that person on the bottom of the curve can teach you how not to be where they're at and yes take advice from the high the people high up and that's great but you better learn from the person at the bottom of the curve the person from the bottom of the curve is going to teach you how to survive Because some people didn't have the skill to survive. When people come to me, I know how to survive. I'm going to survive, right? I don't have a choice in this game. So encourage people today. I encourage you and and I empower you to, to teach people that reroutes are going to happen. It don't matter who you are, what you are, what position. How do you deal with those reroutes? A drug addict... Um, And I hate saying drug addict, but a person that was heavily on drugs said to me that on so many occasions that they were blindsided, that most people um, that relapse is because they're blindsided by a life altering situation and they don't think that they can see the end of the road. And it's true. I was blindsided today, and thank God it was just about of of constipation. But for Reuben, he cannot have a fever, so we have to get, you know, an ultrasound on the kidney, an ultrasound, an x-ray on the kidney, as well as making sure he's, you know, hydrated enough and making sure that his labs are good and his creatinine is not up, because my responsibility and my job is to make, and his blood pressure was high. So those are the things that I have to take care of. And so, guys, I say that to you with the fullest heart. Understand your babies, I mean, understand your babies, but also understand the reroutes of life, and don't let it petrify you. You never know, you know. And 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 my aunt Cookie used to say, "Have one, po- always have a have a pot of stew, always have some taters, some taters is always have some taters and onions when you ain't got no food, right?" But she used to say that if you got potatoes and onions. And you got um, potatoes, onions, and some beans. You'll never starve. You'll never starve. And rice. She said those are the three things that you should always have in your pantry so that you never, ever, ever starve. So, guys, that's my my, uh, reroute story. And I I just want to encourage you that it happens. But that does not mean that life stops. It does not mean you just learn how to travel the road. So guys, again, have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye-bye.